This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News. Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. The Jefferson County election results have been certified by the state canvassing board. Despite there being a legal challenge still in the works when it comes to the voting process in regards to the sheriff's race, the complaint was filed by attorney William McGowan to acquire a temporary restraining order and preliminary injunction against those results. The complaint by McGowan cites statutory violations by election officials in the lack of records when it comes to ballot accounting certificates and the use of electronic machines to count the ballots. The defendants in this case are Jefferson County Probate Judge James Naftal II, as well as members of the state canvassing board. The defendants have entered a motion to dismiss the case. The judge in this case, Tamar Johnson, has recused herself in this case due to the fact that her name was on the November 8th ballot. Well, there's been a plot twist in the sexual assault charges against a former state lawmaker. Former State Representative Perry Hooper Jr. was accused of sex abuse this past August while he was leaving a restaurant in Montgomery. Now the female accuser is issuing a statement asking for the felony charges against Hooper to be dropped. Elizabeth Daly claimed that Hooper grabbed her breasts from behind and ground against her pelvic area as well as kissed her against her will. Now Daly released a statement saying that the matter between her and Hooper has been resolved and that the turmoil of a trial would provide no more justice than a sincere public apology from Mr. Hooper. Daly said she respects the law enforcement for doing their job, but is now asking that the charges be dismissed. Hooper served in the Alabama House for almost 20 years until he lost his seat in 2003 to a challenger. Well, charter schools in Alabama continue to rise in numbers. A report from the National Association of Public Charter Schools shows an increase in the number of charter school enrollments since the start of the COVID-19 pandemic. Charter schools have only started here in the state as recently as 2017. Eight of the 13 charter schools that are here in Alabama have started up in the year 2021 to 2022, which is an increase in growth of 65 percent. The National Alliance for Public Charter Schools has rated Alabama as one of the fastest growing charter sectors in the nation. There are currently a little over 4,000 students enrolled in these schools here in Alabama. A Florence man is held in jail in Lauderdale County after 50 charges of child pornography are issued against him. Authorities in Florence say that a tip coming in from the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children led them to the arrest of 62-year-old Stephen Caraday. Police found evidence of criminal activity at Caraday's home and made the arrest just before Thanksgiving. Bond for Caraday has been set at $1.6 million. A death investigation is underway in the city of Auburn after a man dies from being tasered by police. The Alabama Law Enforcement Agency is now part of this investigation. The incident happened on Sunday after police were called to Martin Luther King Drive for the erratic behavior of a 32-year-old male. Authorities say the man then became combative with officers, forcing them to use the taser. First responders performed life-saving measures when the man lost consciousness in police custody. That also included the use of an overdose-reversing drug, which is known as Narcan. And the Food and Drug Administration issues a warning for oyster eaters here in Alabama. After a batch of Korean oysters have been determined to be a potential source of food poisoning, the frozen half-shell oysters were harvested in February of this year from one food company, which is out of South Korea. The oysters are then shipped to several states in the U.S., including Alabama. 
The warning from the FDA was issued after a series of illnesses occurred at a restaurant in Las Vegas this past October and early November. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, the Biden administration approves a new oil drilling license in Venezuela for Chevron Company. The Office of Foreign Assets Control issued the license to Chevron in order to produce the oil in conjunction with state-owned oil company Petroleos de Venezuela. In exchange for this oil venture, Venezuelan President Nicolas Maduro promised the U.S. that he would carry out a humanitarian program and include more dialogue about free and fair elections. Venezuelan oil is denser than U.S. oil and has a higher sulfur content, so it takes more effort to refine this product compared to U.S. shale. When it comes to U.S. oil companies drilling on their own domestic land, the Biden administration is attempting to curtail that type of production by seeking a moratorium on new drilling leases, and that issue is currently under consideration in a federal court. Public comments are now being made by U.S. government leaders regarding the protests occurring in China over the strict COVID lockdown measures that continue there. White House National Security Spokesman John Kirby spoke to reporters this past Monday. A, a lockdown is, is not a policy that, that uh, we're, we're going to support here. We've, we've come a long way uh, over these last three years, hard to believe three years, in terms of uh, treating COVID and preventing COVID. So uh, we've said, you know, a lockdown is not a policy that we support here. Um, but obviously there are people in China that, that have, a, have concerns about that, and they're protesting that, and we believe they should be able to do that peacefully. Republican Senator Josh Hawley of Missouri says the White House answer was lacking any teeth and should be interpreted that the White House dares not offend Beijing. Texas Senator Ted Cruz called the Biden administration response worse than expected and went on to warn the Chinese Communist Party that the U.S. will hold accountable each and every CCP official who's responsible for the atrocities that are being conducted against these current protesters. In Arizona, the Maricopa County election officials continue to proceed with certifying the results of the 2022 elections despite hundreds of residents coming out to protest what they call voter disenfranchisement that was caused by faulty voting machines and ballot tabulators along with long lines and waiting here are a few of the Maricopa County residents talking to the county election officials. All of these votes, that, the problems that happened on election day were multiple machines, and people were made to put their ballots in drawer three. Did anybody, and do we have video evidence, of those drawers being empty before they were put in? If we don't know if those drawers were empty, how can we possibly know that there weren't additional ballots put in there? You brought the ballots to Runbeck. Was anybody there to verify that ballots weren't printed? Runbeck has access to the voter rolls so they can know who has voted and who hasn't voted. Do we know they weren't printing more ballots? There's no way to judge this election and know it was done fair. If you have eyewitness testimony from so many people, sworn affidavits, show you it was maladministrated. It was not, uh, it could not be certifiable because if you're certifying accuracy, that you don't have it. At this point, in the fork in the road, you either open your mind and you get on the, with the American people and you figure out what's going on and you let us revote with no machines and do it on paper, hand count, in our precincts, and prove to us this election was free and fair because there's just too many questions about it. Or you go on with this charade, and at one point, you're going to be put on the spot, and we're going to ask what you knew and when you knew it. 
That's the bottom line. Carrie Lake is a Republican who ran for governor in Arizona and has now filed a lawsuit against this same county. In the lawsuit, Lake's attorneys say that they want for every lawful vote to be properly counted and every voter eligible to vote to be allowed to vote. The lawsuit also cited the concerns expressed by the Arizona State Attorney General's Office about the administration of this election in Maricopa County, where they cited misprinted ballots, commingling of counted and uncounted ballots, long lines and discouraged voters, and the unwillingness of Maricopa County officials to respond to these complaints. Dr. Anthony Fauci has completed a deposition that was required by two state attorney generals who are part of a lawsuit against big tech and COVID-19 censorship. During the deposition, attorneys for AGs Eric Schmidt and Jeff Landry asked Fauci about his position change on wearing masks and requiring others to wear masks during the COVID-19 virus outbreak. At the beginning of the outbreak in 2020, Fauci made it publicly known on interviews that masks don't work and that virons are so small that they can pass through masking material. Months later, Fauci changed his position and started to support mask mandates and started wearing a mask himself, at least in public. According to the Epic Times, during the deposition, the lawyers asked Fauci what medical studies did he evaluate that convinced him to change his mind on masks. However, Fauci could not and did not refer to any. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. Be sure and check out the 1819 News podcast where Brian Dawson sits down with Stacey Lynn Harris and Ashley Carter to talk about the glory of womanhood. Squarely. So um, you have seven kids. Why do you got so many kids, lady? All right. So I'm just going to ask you squarely. So um, you have seven kids. Why do you got so many kids, lady? Okay. So, (laughs) well, you can either... Now, I, I won't say this for everybody. People have, um, I think God has to lead each family in the way that they need, to, that they're going to be led. Some people may have trouble having babies. Maybe their blood pressure goes up, but, uh, you know, and, and maybe they, you know, anyway, they may have, I don't know everybody's situation. But for me, it was, do you believe me, you know, with God? Do you believe mm-hmm. me or not? I say that they're a gift from the Lord. Mm-hmm. I say you're blessed if your quiver is full. Do you believe that? Um, you don't have to, you can prevent it. You don't have to have, you know, a whole lot of children and, and there's a way to prevent, you know, prevent babies just, um, naturally. So I don't think that there's anything necessarily wrong with that, but the fact of the matter is, do you believe that children are a gift from me? So that's why we have so many children. You can find more of that podcast at 1819news.com under the podcast tab. If you are enjoying the daily detail and want to make sure the reports come up easily on your electronic device, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on the main page of the daily detail on whatever podcasting app you've been using to listen. That could be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other podcasting apps. You can also get the word out about the daily detail by sending a link to a friend or dropping me a five-star rating. I surely do appreciate it. I'm Andrea Tice. I will be back again tomorrow. And I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 